you are absolutely immersed into the Chaos Cast, typically hosted by two jerks and a dork, where we blitz on every down, seeking to get ejected for targeting as we stiff arm your trash fantasy football team, your only place for Chaos Fantasy shenanigans. I'm your host, Brad Kreger, alongside Levi Basham, John Spears, and special guest hosts, Derek Basham and Rob Tinsley. In this episode, the podcast booms with energy from the two championship opponents, Rob Tinsley and Derek Basham, as they go head-to-head, and they don't disappoint with some classic back-and-forth banter. The podcasters take a sober look at the championship matchup, break it down analytically, and make their picks for who will be crowned CFL champion for the first time. And the mailbag goes out with a bang. So trust me, stay tuned to the end. Let's get into it. Okay, let's jump into the toilet bowl matchups. Ah, I'm just kidding. Let's do the semifinal matchups. Nobody cares about the toilet bowl. And we'll start with... uh, Houdini's versus Victoria's Secret. And, uh, I mean, don't have too much to say about it. It's very low scoring. The Basham curse continues for Victoria's Secret. And it looks like it's probably going to continue into next year for her. Uh, Barely scores half or uh, maybe not even half of what uh, she scored last week with her three-earner bomb on Brad. And, uh, you know, Josh Josh Allen had a good day, but, like, really nothing else. Um, And then... Derek had monster games from uh, Jalen Waddle, Austin Eckler, and uh, it would have been the whooping of the week if this was a regular season, but um, it wasn't. Uh, but another, and Derek moves on the championship. Uh, Brad, what do you got to look at this matchup? Yeah, no, I think you alluded to it, Levi, that the Houdinis get the benefit of Victoria's Secret coming off a 300 bomb. Which, you know, just like if you watch sports long enough, you see after a big game, it's it's typical for a team to come back down to earth. And that's exactly what happened with Victoria's Secret. Uh, Joe Burrow outduels Josh Allen, 38 to 32. Eckler smokes uh, Dalvin Cook, 32 to 18. And then Jalen Waddle comes up big with 46.6 points. And Amanda's receivers get 12, 2, and 3 points apiece, at least the starting receivers. Uh, but like Levi said, not much scoring in this one as Derek leans on Burrow, Waddle, and Eckler, which is too much for Amanda. Yeah, John, uh, what do you think about this matchup? I'd like to talk about Tulbo a little bit. Um, <laughs> no, I won't. I won't. All right, uh, the matchup, we got Rob here, so you might hear him poke his head in every now and then. Um, as far as the match is concerned, I mean, Amanda, she had a really good season. Uh, we spoke about an alliance, but I think that starts next year. So right now, I'm happy that she lost because that would make me the only person without a title if she won. So I don't like to pull against or for people. So it happened, so I don't feel too bad about it. But she had a great season, even though Derek kind of drafted her team. Well, not even really kind of, he did. Uh, but she did manage it, as word on the street. Uh, she didn't screw it up, kind of how when Patino left, Tubby came in. He could have screwed it up, but he didn't, although she didn't win the championship, unlike Tubby. Uh, but Derek's team really kind of had an average outing. 
if I could say that. Uh, but I mean, looking looking down the line with uh, uh, Derek and Rob coming up, it's kind of fitting of the one versus two. So I mean, to to have it any other way would just be silly. So congrats to Derek and better luck next year, Amanda. Yeah, that, that that's right, John. I, that's I'll pop the champagne. It's kind of a weird seventy-two Dolphins moment for you. That uh, I you were on quote saying you know that you were quitting if she won, which uh, we're we're all happy that you're going to be playing next year. Um, but yeah, let's take a moment to talk about Victoria's Secret in a year. Um, I, I think it's one of the better first years we've seen, like maybe second to uh what was uh i forgot his name andrew's <laughs> championship run mm. um but uh yeah like uh great year had some phenomenal players uh stayed healthy the whole year didn't have to make a lot of pickups um uh you know like it just did have it did have her team drafted for her, but you know it's a long season you still have to make the uh, setups and everything so uh congrats uh, on your run uh, better luck next year amanda uh guys do you have anything to say about it yeah i mean bottom line is victoria's secret was um i mean she brought it week in week out i mean she was something to deal with I mean, we all talked about week one that the draft was strong. I don't care who drafts her team. She she had a strong team. And she stayed healthy for the most part, uh, which always helps. And uh, But, you know, her team performed very well, dropped a 300 bomb, one of only five, and dropped it on me in the playoffs. Um, that's tough for me to say. But it happened, and I own it. You know, I got smoked. Uh, her team exploded that week, but that's the whole point. And what I looked at during that draft was I saw a team that that had explosiveness, you know, and that could explode. And so, yeah, a great first year, Amanda. Welcome to the league. We hope you come back next year because um, the honeymoon's over. Uh, yeah, not to put too fine a point on it. Uh, and all jokes aside, yeah, Derek did draft her team, but as Brad said, I mean, you had to manage it. And as she was learning throughout the season, she did not make foolish decisions. She reached out when she needed to, uh, took the advice, made good pickups. Uh, we're on, you know, another word on the street. She had a pretty decent helper. So shout out to Kyle for that. Uh, I know he's trying to work his way into the league. He's a good any, assistant. Yeah, any way that he can. But uh, I think it's probably to, safe to say that she's no longer a rando. She's Victoria's Secret, and she's filling the 10th spot. Well said, John. Uh, and congrats to Derek. Uh, moving on to the championship. Uh Good luck in the next round, uh, and then we'll now we'll move on to the next matchup with uh, Cleveland Steamers versus Slop Nasty. Which uh, this one was a oh, yeah. this one was a nail biter. I think uh, it was just it was so close the entire time. Uh, lots of points scored. Uh, the you know n normally with Jeff, uh, you know his Dallas players perform, which they did. He he wins most of the time. 
and you can't can't really complain how his team did. It's just that the steamers did a little better. They were a little more explosive. Uh, these these two teams define the uh, the league. You know, like they were there at the end. They made their pushes. Uh, this could, you know, like if this was the championship match, it would have been, you know, respectable. But uh, just steamers had, you know, a little more. They had Mahomes twenty nine. Uh, and Keenan Allen, with he was the last player to play. Uh, Rob wasn't. Uh, it didn't seem like he was nervous at all going into the last game. They, you know, down twenty points, Keenan Allen, and he came through within. What was it the third quarter? I think he was. It was over. So, and, uh, T. Higgins did great. Forty-one against New England, a very good defense. Uh, DJ Moore's been picking it up over the uh, over the playoffs. He's probably been uh, underrated, most underrated player in the playoffs right now. Uh, so uh, tough loss for for Jeff Kelly because you, you can't really find any mistakes. I mean, there were tight end didn't do well, and his third receiver didn't do well. But like that happens, you can normally still win when that happens. But uh, hats off to you all. Um, so uh, Brad, what do you got to say about this matchup? Yeah, this was this was a great matchup with the final score. Uh, lots of points flying around. Bottom line to me is, and you alluded to it, Levi's Peoples Jones and Okonkwu really let down Jeff. I mean, with two point four and three points. I mean, I understand your uh, tight end and your you know your flex having subpar games, but that's that's next to a goose. I mean, that's that's really tough to overcome. I think. Even though Lamb and Prescott, that that duo gets 44 and 48 points, uh, which again, and we talked about it, you know, down the stretch into the playoffs that, you know, that uh, the, the Dallas Cowboys were going to drag Jeff uh, along, and they did. And you know what? He made it to the second round of the playoffs. He made it to the uh, semifinals. And so there's no shame in that. But Rob's receivers are just too much. Keenan Allen. T. Higgins, Amon Ross, St. Brown, and D.J. Moore all, all have big games. Mm-mm-mm. And, you know, this league, we've seen this league, the NFL transition oh, from – We've seen this league transition from running backs to now receivers uh, being the dominant, dominant plays week in and week out. And this matchup is, is no different. Um, Rob had the superior receiving core and uh, leads him to a victory. Be my little Ruby. Congrats, Rob. Uh, nice win. Uh, if anything, I, w- I wouldn't say anyone, any one team had anything superior to the other. Uh, if anything, it proves that Jeff did belong. Uh, yeah, you're going to have some guys not perform every week that's just what it is and you know jeff scoring 228 to rob's 239 is this indicative that they both did you know regardless of the score uh so congrats so skit bits uh he put a lot of faith in you know it's typically starting three players from one team and my experience has never been good but he had the guts to do it the courage to do it you know unlike cowards out there uh, but he did it, and I think it's also a good uh, to bring up the fact that he made a trade 
and it worked out. Like he, him with Brad early in the season, Pollard for Kittle. They both kind of got what they needed at the time. Kittle was actually pretty decent, but Pollard ended up being pretty much a stud, a, a, a RB two, pretty much startable every week. Uh, so congrats for you know you're getting a trade. He got you in the playoffs, even though you already had two players from the same team. Uh, so congrats to both, really. But you know Rob taking it down. Uh, we'll see him again next week. So yeah, uh, so that leaves the uh, slop nasty out and moving on to the off season. So another another good year for Jeff. Uh, you know there weren't uh, a lot of picks from this podcast early in the, in the year, uh, thinking that he could do something, but a good trade for getting Tony Pollard and you know having Dak Lamb combo late in the year just boosted him. Uh, also, Tyreek Hill ended up being a bargain with, uh, I think he, he get him in the second round, a bargain at the second round. So uh, another really good year. I uh, This was my pick to win. You know, looking at them, it just seemed like they were getting hot at the right time. Although I, I did uh, think uh, early, like week one, that, you know, steamers were going to be first or last, basically. And now they're moving on to the final. But, uh, yeah, uh, I think I think Slop Nasty is a really underrated team this year. And um, I, I uh, it's disappointing that they didn't make the final because I think this was a championship team. But, uh, guys, do you have any final thoughts about Stop Nasty? Yeah. So, looking at the legacy statistics, I mean, Slop Nasty is a formidable opponent. This is his third appearance, which is tied for second. Uh, he now has a win in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, he continues to be consistent every year. I think he's always uh, in the mix, even when he didn't make the playoffs. So, uh, kudos, Jeff. Uh, nice, nice run through the the end of the year. Although we were kind of tabbing you with the Mister Average moniker, you uh, look. You end up making the playoffs. You win your first matchup. You get a playoff victory, and you have a three now three playoff appearances. Uh, that's nothing to sneeze at. So excellent job. And I should also add that, you know, Jeff and I had a trade midseason roughly with uh, me moving Tony Pollard for George Kittle, which, if I'm honest, really worked out well uh, for Jeff. And uh, it wasn't killer for me because I had TJ Hawkinson who did fine, but uh in hindsight i would have liked to have had pollard probably in my lineup there in the playoffs so uh great job jeff in that trade i think you got the better end of it and uh, i'm a big enough of a man to admit it <laughs> oh it's not <laughs> oh it's not all right so that um john has nothing to do you have nothing to say he doesn't care no, I said. yeah john said his piece okay. uh so that has uh rob rupert moving on to the championship uh well done well like uh, another good win for you uh that leaves we got rob versus Derek in the championship match and now the true moment that you've all been waiting for yeah baby the entire season yeah baby we preview 
the CFL championship. Oh, yeah. And so before I get into that, and we're lucky enough as podcasters to have the commissioner who's in the finals with the hated and mighty Houdinis. Before I get into all that, and we're going to get into it, and and I want energy, fellas. We want to bring the energy. This is the championship game. Here we are. But before we do that, look, like the NFL, the CFL is experiencing great parity. And, you know, we're going to crown a new champion with these two sitting beside me. Sure. Now, again, I need to qualify that I'm only talking about Rob's Chaos League. I know that Derek's had a, and Rob's had a previous championship. But in Rob's Chaos League, this is going to be their first title. And so we're going to have a different champion for each of the four years that we've had your league, Rob, which is cool. And kudos to each member of the league for having their team in a, cha- in a spot and in a position to make the playoffs each and every year. You know, going into week 14, the final regular season week, every single team in the Chaos League had a chance, had a shot, a realistic shot of getting into the playoffs. And that's really all we can ask for. So with that, I'm going to hand the mic over to these two gentlemen. But I'm going to ask a question. And this one goes to you, Rob, the Cleveland Steamers. I know you've been busy this week preparing your team Mm -hmm. for this matchup. I know you've got to be in tune with the psyche and the mental acumen of your team. Where are they right now as you approach this epic final? Thanks for uh, having me on, gentlemen. And uh, I got to tell you, I, I uh, I think we're right where we need to be. Um, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, we are going to do some great stuff this coming Sunday and Monday. I mean, I'm playing just the dumpiest team of the entire CFL league. I mean, the guy's just, just awful. I mean, he was and truly is the Mr. Average. I mean, Jeff, I'm sorry. And I really wanted you to have that title because I know how proud you were of it, but I got to say, Derek's just really average, and he proves it every week he plays. Did he have some good runs this season? Sure, he did wonderful. But at the end of the day, my team over the last two weeks has scored almost 240 points each week. You can't get that. Baby, you can't get that. You can't make it into that headspace. And I just, you know, my team, you know, my team is just, they're clamoring. They're clamoring to get on the field and they're clamoring for just to whoop that ass. I mean, I, I don't know what more to say. I mean, we're ready. We're there. And we are going to dominate those pretty blue eyes. Wow. I mean, just wow. Uh, I am enthralled. I, I, the energy, the 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 bravado, the confidence that just oozes. I mean, I'm sitting next to this gentleman. Mm. It, it just oozes from him. Mm. So preach. Well, I could go on, but Rob, you have an opponent, and that opponent is looking at me right now, and I 
I can't stand it. I'm wondering what he's thinking. After hearing this rant, what is Derek, the mighty Houdini's, what does he have in store for the Cleveland Steamers? Well, God bless. Like, I have to get over my nauseousness at the moment of what I just witnessed and the man love between the two of you that is uh, it's impressive like i thought you know for most of this little alliance that y'all had that it was a you know it's just a a gag something that y'all planned out to make everybody angry but you know what looking in each other's eyes the way you just did (laughs) it's there guys it's there i'm believing it as far as this game does that scare you Apparently it does. Scare me? No. It doesn't scare me. No, it does. It's a little gross, but let's get back to what we need to be at right now, and that is this game. I came on this podcast halfway through the season after I dominated every one of you all sitting at this table. And I said then, and I say right now, I am the villain. I am the last end boss. That's what you're looking at, Rob. The end boss. You know, I will say that your team definitely has been on a run. You've done very well for yourself. You know, Slop Nasty, the Mr. Average, he stepped up his game at the end of the year. And made a hell of a game last week for you. He still failed just like you're going to do. Uh, he did fail, which is not surprising either but I'm not that worried about this week let me tell you why you Robert are never going to be better than me (laughs) you're you're just not you're just not very gracious of you Derek right I mean, that is that's probably the funniest thing I've ever heard you say outside of props to you for being here and actually facing this. But you're not going to (laughs) win. There's no way. You know, it's been a great year. I'm proud of my team and what I've done this year and making it this far. You know, I'm usually in the playoffs. Not always do I have a chance to win it, but I feel like uh, I feel like I got a pretty good shot this year, and uh, I'm glad it is Rob at the end, so that uh, I can get revenge on the, our first game we had this year when Rob beat me. So I will say it's been a good year. I'm glad uh, I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad you're here with y'all. All right, final question. And I, I, this is off the cuff a little bit, guys. I want in a paragraph or less. <laughs> you heard me. A, in a, it's impossible. A, I, I'm going to cut you off if you if you go beyond a paragraph. In a paragraph or less. How many sentences is that? That's four, <laughs> max. So, in a paragraph or less, why are you going to take home the cup, the CFL championship this year? First and foremost, Derek, you have absolutely, absolutely 
Absolutely. Just wait for it to kick in. Just wait. Did you hear that? No chance, sucker. That's what you. That's what you got. So, what was the question again? I totally got lost in that. You answered it. <laughs> that's all. That's all you need to say. That's that was all you need to say, Rob. Uh, why I'm gonna win this? Uh, I could say matchups. I could say that uh, I'm just better at this than he is. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I, in all reality, it's going to be a good game. I'm looking forward to it, and I feel like uh, I feel like it's going to come down to the end. It's going to come down to Monday night. Uh, both we we both had players going Monday night. It's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Well, you know. Hang on, hang on. I I, I, I got to jump back in here. The, the other paragraph. So I just I have to say that you are a very tough, formidable opponent. I will say that. But at the end of the day, last year I was almost in dead last. This year I'm in second place. I'm not going to make. I'm not going to make any mistakes. When it comes to this weekend, you're going to see something miraculous, almost on the borderline of Jesus-like. You're going to see my team perform miracles on that field that no one has ever seen before, Derek. And at the end of the day, let me if it rains enough, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it will have been a great game. There will be lots of blood, lots of tears, lots of broken bones. And if Brad's quarterback's playing, probably a concussion. So, so He's already rolled out. Okay, well, never mind. So the, the main thing is, and I want you to understand, is that it will be, it will be a great battle. But you're not winning. Give me that mic, fool. What are you going to do when I come for you next year, boy? Huh? John is in the ring. What are you going to do, boy? All right, folks. You have heard it here first. If you're not in this room and you're not with us right now, you don't feel the tension that's in the air. You could cut it like a knife. These two gentlemen are staring into each other's eyes. They're ready for the epic matchup. We've introduced it. We've talked smack. And all that's left to do now is to play the games on Sunday and on Monday night. And God, we hope it comes down to Monday night. Let's do it. All right. Now that we have heard from our two finalists, it's time for the podcasters to jump into their picks as we've done each and every week. And so I'm going to go first here. We go out to Houdini's versus the Cleveland Steamers. First of all, I'm going to break down the Steamers lineup. First of all, we got Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes taking on Denver, who is number one in the league against quarterbacks. However, the over-under is 45, and that gives an implied uh, point total of 29 points for Kansas City. I'm going to say two to three touchdowns for Mahomes, and and McKinnon may get one of those, which would certainly – uh, be beneficial for Rob in this matchup. Uh, we've got McCaffrey taking on Las Vegas, which is 25th against the run. He's questionable, but he's been that he's been questionable for the last five weeks in a row. I'm looking for a big game from CMC here, 
And the other running back that's starting for Rob is Nick Chubb at Washington, who's, according to ESPN, ranked second defense against the rush. But they do give up 114 yards per game. And I'm going to say Chubb gets close to that 100-yard mark and gets 80 to 90 yards. Then we've got Keenan Allen taking on the Rams, who are the 24th ranked uh, defense against receivers. The last three games, Keenan Allen has had 14, 9, and 14 targets. He hasn't had a touchdown, but I think that changes this week, and he gets at least 30 points against the lowly Rams. Next, we've got T. Higgins taking on Buffalo, the 21st ranked defense against receivers. T. Higgins, the 90, uh, number nine ranked receiver on the year, and he missed two games. Uh, the last two weeks, he's had eight and nine targets with a touchdown in each game. He's rolling, and I think he keeps it up. T. Higgins is big this week for the Steamers. Next, we've got Amon St. Brown taking on Chicago, which is 10th against receivers. Uh, but St. Brown's number eight receiver on the year. No touchdowns since week 13, but he does average 17 targets uh, and only, has only been under eight targets twice all season. Uh, I look for St. Brown to be big again this week against the Bears. Then you've got DJ Moore, who's at Tampa Bay. Uh, I'm not in love with this play and with DJ, but the last two weeks he's had 25 and 29 points with touchdowns in both games. He is trending up, but I don't trust him. Could be an X factor here. We'll see what he does. Next, the tight end position, Cole Komet who actually started on Levi's roster the first, I don't know, three weeks of the season or so. Uh, and who would believe that he would be in the championship game, but he's taking on Detroit, who's 25th against tight ends. Uh, and But believe it or not, Komet is a tight end 12 on the season. <laughs> and he's been averaging six targets the last four weeks. And a bad Detroit defense equals a nice game for Cole Komet. Now moving on to the Houdinis. Joe Burrow has been great. He takes on Buffalo, who's sixth against the quarterback. But Joe Burrow is QB4 in a year. Last two weeks has put up 37 and 30 points versus good defenses, Tampa Bay and New England. I think Burrow drops 30. Just better hope that Higgins doesn't come up big here. Uh, next on Derek's roster, we've got Awesome Excellent or Austin Eckler versus the Rams, who's 11th against the run. The last two weeks, he's only been targeted three or four times for 12 yards each. So he's going to need a little more umph there from the uh, pass-catching perspective. But he does have three rushing touchdowns. I'm thinking Eckler gets 30. Moving on to Josh Jacobs. He's taking on the number one ranked defense against the run. That's the San Francisco 49ers. But Josh Jacobs is the number one running back in fantasy football. But San Francisco only allows 75 rushing yards a game. And Josh Jacobs wasn't great last week uh, versus Pittsburgh. This also could be an X-factor play. We'll see what Josh Jacobs can do against San Francisco. Mike Evans is the starting receiver taking on Carolina, 26th against receivers. But since week 12, Mike Evans has only got 8, 16, 13, 22, and 9 points. And he's only catching 50% of his targets. Uh, he did have nine for 96 last last time out versus Carolina. But he's going to need to equal or better that uh, if he's going to get the win here. 
Then we've got Amari Cooper taking on uh, or playing at Washington, the 15th ranked uh, defense against receivers. Uh, Cooper is a boomer bust play week in and week out. And the last four weeks have been more bust with 12, 10, 16, and 20 points, respectively. He's going to need 20 or more this week. Uh, and we'll see against Washington. Next, we've got Jalen Waddle, who's playing at New England. The 19th-ranked defense against the receivers, but two is gone. Bridgewater is going to start. And wouldn't it be great for Derek if a UofL Cardinal comes up big in the championship? However, I'm not sure what to expect here. This also is an X factor. And we've got Aaron Jones taking on Minnesota, 21st against receiver or Rush. Uh, Aaron Jones is the number number nine RB on the season, but he's got eight games with 20 points or less. He's got five games at over 30. It's a good matchup. I think he's closer to 30 than 20 here. And then finally, we've got two players left for Derek. He's got Tyler Allgaier taking on Arizona. The last two weeks have been great for Allgaier with 38 and 27 points. He has a good matchup with Arizona. This, man, if he gets 30 out of Allgaier, that's going to be tough for Rob to overcome. But finally, we have Dawson Knox taking on Tennessee who's come alive the last three weeks with 18, 32, and 17 fantasy points. Uh, he's taking on the 18th-ranked Cincinnati Bengals against tight end. We'll kind of see what happens here. All of that to say, I like Rob in a close one. And I mean close one. This is going to be in the 200s. Uh, this is going to be a epic battle that may very well come down to Monday night. Uh, and I'm picking Rob in a close one. Uh, nice analysis there, uh, Brad. Like going, going play, uh, going player for player. Uh, yeah, that, that really brought some enlightenment. And it, it's we're a championship week, fellas. Like this is exciting. Uh, two hated rivals come together. Like yeah, I, you heard them before. Oh, I, I don't know how they're going to get through it <laughs> this week without killing each other. Um, so I. I I really have it like I've I've been back and forth on each one. Uh, I I really don't know who to pick until like I'm working out now. Uh, some interesting factors. I, um, there are some. This may not be their permanent rosters. There's some players uh, on the bench that could be interesting in a play. Um, you know, they're they're the experts of the managers in the championship. Uh, but you know, uh, Derek has Tyler Lockett on the bench against the Jets. He's uh, coming off an injury. But he's like healthy. He's been great. Tyler Boyd could be uh, a big stack for Burrow if he's uh, thinking he might need some uh, burst points. Uh, those are the two that seem most interesting. Um, possibly Njoku as well. He's like Derek's had Njoku all year, but it is a it's a tough matchup against Washington. Their defense has been great. Uh, on the other side with the Steamers, Brian Robinson uh, going against Cleveland. It's Cleveland's been a sieve against the the run. Uh, he's projected pretty high, but you know, like uh, it's tough to rely on uh, Washington's offense all, all the time. And then also Hayden Hurst uh, as a way to combat Joe Burrow. Uh, and, uh, and then also Isaiah McKenzie's like a big uh, boomer bust player that could. Uh, bring things together so uh lineups are locked in but uh i think that both teams have uh, tough decisions to make uh that being said uh it's just it's a it's a tough uh matchup from 
from each uh, for this this championship. Um, I would look at like so the Houdinis have the best running backs. They have a four great running backs with decent matchups. Even uh, Josh Jacob is matchup proof. So even though San Francisco is going to just run, he's going to be great. I, w- I would look at those in Houdini's matchup against Steamers wide receivers who have been awesome all year and healthy. So, uh, so I I think I'm I think it's probably I'm going with the underdog. It looks like based on projections, but I'm going to go with Houdini's. I think they can pull it out. Um, but. It's it's gonna be close. I yeah. I'm not gonna be surprised. There's no true upset here. Um, but I think with the running backs and Joe Burrow, uh, Houdini's can pull it off. Uh, John, what do you think? I hate both of them. Uh, uh, tune in uh, come April third. Me and Robert are gonna be wrestling in WrestleMania 34. So get your tickets while you can. Uh, as far as this match of concern. Uh, even on Derek's birthday, I'll be whooping Rob's ass. Um, this matchup really kind of encapsulates everything about the league. All the threads, all the storylines. Uh, you have one versus two. Uh, Derek, you know, got the moniker early in the season by somebody calling him Mr. Average. And, you know, kind of played with that all year. And here he is finishing the season number one. You know, Rob's kind of been loud and whatever, Brad, and rob were doing with or to or each other i'm not entirely sure even though i've watched it in person it was bizarre (laughs) um i'm gonna have another podcast to just talk about (laughs) what covid did to people and behind the chaos cast. yeah behind the chaos cast (laughs) in a way and how people coped with the virus you know love is love um but really though uh, <clears throat> with these two and uh their teams kind of mirror each other uh Derek I think scored the most points by far but Rob had the most points scored against him and he finished second uh as far as a playoff matchups concerned you put the best two teams together that's that's what we have here and, and their teams are pretty identical. I mean, we're kind of really splitting hairs here with the matchups. I mean, I'd take any one of these players and put them on my team. And another common thread throughout the season, too, was, was the tight end position. And if you look at the two teams in the championship, you see Cole Komet and Dawson Knox, which at any point in the season you could have clicked on anyone's team and found any one of these two players in their lineup that week. They were kind of passed around. Uh, they boom or bust, hit or miss. Uh, so that kind of ties into the, how the season kind of flowed. Um, but if I had to pick, I think the only difference would be I would take Rob simply because he has Higgins, which could siphon some points from Derek's side. And Derek doesn't have that from Rob, whereas you know he doesn't have a Cle- uh, Kansas City player. Uh, it's really going to be a tough – I think it's going to be a tough matchup. I don't want to see, me personally, like a one-point win. I think one of these teams deserves a win by, you know, 10. You know, no heartbreak. I feel like that's what you want. I don't want to see a blowout either. Uh, but either one of these teams is capable of putting up monster numbers. And I don't really foresee anyone not putting up decent numbers. So I, I would pick – 
Rob, even though I want to wrestle him at WrestleMania. Uh, but yeah, that, that's who I'd have to pick today. If they swap their lineups around, that could change. But as the lineup stand, I think I'd go with Cleveland Steamers. All right, everyone. Uh, let's jump into the mailbag real quick. We got a few questions for the guest hosts this week. Uh, these questions, they're going to be for both of you to answer. Uh, so the first question I have is if you lose if you lose the championship what do you predict will be the reason if i lose why would i lose well i'm the only thing that i can really think of is that the apocalypse has happened and everybody's dead <laughs> that's i mean that's that's the only thing I can think of is why I would lose this game. What do you think, Rob? I really don't care what you think or <laughs> any of that because here's here's the here's the big thing about it, right? <clears throat> I'm not going to lose. You are going to lose. So this question Burn. is stupid. <laughs> you got me, bro. Ooh. Did y'all hear that? All right, next question. If each of you had to pick someone other than each other to play in the championship, who would it be? But they also have to play your love interest in a rom-com. Well. <laughs> All right, so I pick somebody to play other than Rob, but they would be my love interest. They would play a love interest in a rom-com. This is a stupid question. No, it's going to be a stupid answer. It's tough, Lance. Yeah. Oh, Jeff. Lance and his sweet, sweet cheeks. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I know, I know who Rob's would be, without a doubt. Can I answer for Rob? You, you can answer you can however answer you want. You I'm going to answer for Rob. But you have to answer for yourself. I'll answer for myself. I'll answer for myself. And then I'll, I'll, I'll answer. answer when it's time. And then, so, Rob's answer is Bradley. <laughs> sweet, sweet Bradley. Just so, like, just he would have the privilege of actually playing him again. And pitting them their, themselves against each other, looking to each other's eyes, mm-hmm. and they can make the show about that game. <laughs> You're right; that could be the that movie. Would, it's rom com. Yeah. Uh, as far as me, mm, man, yeah, I, Lance, <laughs> Lance, Lance, just the little, the little Lance. squeezable cheeks, okay, those uh-huh. eyes. Maybe replace Jeff in that back hug. <laughs> I can see it. Okay. I can see a little motorboat action. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Motorboat, them cheeks. <laughs> you know, honestly, uh, Derek, you couldn't have been more wrong. I mean, <laughs> you know, Brad is Brad. Brad is definitely somebody that I align myself with because I like a winner, right? But this question changes a lot of things, and I have to say that. If I could be with anybody in the final game, it should have been the guy that I played this previous week because Jeff Kelly deserves this way more than you, Derek. <laughs> you couldn't even outscore Jeff last week. 
So the fact of the matter is this. The fact of the matter is this. Jeff Kelly should be the one playing me, not you. Just like wasn't playing Jeff. It does no, 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 no. I understand you weren't playing. I'm saying if I I played him and I could play him again this week because your team's worthless. Just like your face. Well said, sir. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear what just came out of his mouth? A blue, 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 trash. Uh, but let, but, but let. Motorboat. And he's Derek's going to motorboat Lance's cheek, apparently. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to be honest, when I wrote this question down, I thought I was going to receive a totally different answer and I was going to give a totally different response. But let the record show that we do have one female in our league, and you both neglected. That was your easy out. That was it. Like I thought it was going to be simple. I was going to bash you for lying about it. Boy, but how you, wrong were you? But you told the truth. So Jeff, Lance, if you're out there listening, look, butter up. All right, uh, butter up. Next question. If you were able to see one stat from your lifetime, what would it be? Like steps, how many people have you met, how many times have you stepped in dog crap, etc. Um, I think my the stat that I would want to know the most was how many times I've beaten everybody in our friend group in any game whatsoever. All right, it's enough of that. <laughs> Hey, what's up? Hey, this guy. <laughs> no, he's going to snatch that away. I'll snatch it from you. Oh, no, I will rip off your arms and beat you with them. WrestleMania so, 34. So, so, so basically, my, uh, what was the question again? Because you just, like, totally, like, your nonsense. Read that. I'll read the question again. What was it? What was it? Open your ears and your eyes, Rob. Uh, if you were able to see one stat from your lifetime, what would it be? Like, how many steps have you taken? How many people have you met? How many lives have you changed? How many decisions have you made, et cetera? I think the one stat, when and it would definitely be a lot, is how many people I've pissed off in my lifetime. Way to bring down the mood. <laughs> I mean, we had just discussed that we were going to try to be lighthearted with the mailbag. You know, I'd probably like to see how many times you told a lie. How about that? How many times you said, I don't like Brad like that. Yeah. Oh, whoa. But, uh, hey, hey. He likes Brad. Back it down. <laughs> he loves Back Brad. it down. He loves Bradley J. Cosmo BJ. All right. Uh, those are the questions that I had. Uh, anybody else got any questions? Yeah, um, well, I don't have a – well, I have a question, but I, I'd like to say that Dr. Teeth has uh, phoned in from the text line, just had a, a comment to say, and he he just wanted to hope that somehow both teams lose. Uh, he's lucky he's not on the pod having to pick this one. But uh, he, he uh, hopes uh, Derek is proud of himself for beating a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am. Yeah, I'm proud about beating another one this week. Fair Ooh. enough. Fair enough. Whoa. And then uh, he also hopes Rob is proud of himself for finding himself on top of Jeff for once. 
Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, Dr. Teeth is very bitter. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm not sure who this person is. Maybe on a team or something, but uh, well, hats off to you. <laughs> Better luck next year. Uh, I have one more question uh, for the commission. Uh, so, commission, can you give us a preview of the banquet for the first inaugural uh, uh Award ceremony. What kind of awards are we looking at? If uh, if there's any you would like to talk about. So yeah. So this year, and first of all, screw you, Doctor Teeth. Um, secondly, um, yeah, getting into the the awards banquet. So you know, it's it's going to be it's going to be really exciting. There's going to be a lot of uh, awardy type stuff going on. Uh, lots of uh, of lights and uh, circumstance and pomp and whatnot. Uh, we're going to have some great awards. We're going to give away uh, the winner. Me, obviously, is going to get the uh, the ring and, and the uh, the big check. Yeah, I've, I've got big checks coming for the winner in second place. Um, you know, I'm going to be giving out, obviously... Could have been prize money. It, it, well, it's it's part of the prize money. So, uh, how do you think you're going to cash that big check? Anyways, so, um, yeah, so basically having some uh, some awards, you know. Um, mo- who gave the most whooping award? Who got the most whooping award? Uh, we're going to do some awards, you know, about, uh, um, you know, best alliance, you um, <laughs> And I also have one that I'm going to go ahead and announce now. It's Newcomer of the Year Award. And obviously, and I hate to say it, I'm going to give that to Amanda this year because she's the newcomer. (laughs) So, so, you know, I I, I want to make her feel special because... She she tried her hardest and she couldn't get it done. She got she, she got beat by Derek. But anyway, so I've got I've also I've also got uh, I've, we're also going to have the uh, the toilet bowl winner award. It's actually going to be called Wow. Uh, what's the uh, what's the uh, acronym again? Worst. Worst of the worst. Worst of the worst. So the worst of the worst will be crowned this year, uh, very first time and uh, you will fix your name to the award and uh, it will live on for infamy and you have to display the award in your house has to happen that's part of your punishment and um, have a good time there's also going to be maybe some cameos by people showing up you never know it it could be anything it's going to be a fun night and I think everybody's going to have a blast. And I, in all in all honesty, all the joking aside, I, I just want to say to all of you all, to you guys, thank you for doing this. Like this is totally awesome. I'm talking to people, you know, there's not many podcasts going on for fantasy teams, and I think it's really cool that you all decided to do this. Um, and I want to thank everybody for playing. Uh, it's been a really fun season. You know, nobody was out of it till the end, so. Hoping next year we get to do it again. I have one final question. And this one feels a little emotional. Um, (laughs) We've had a lot of fun, you know, giggling back and forth and, uh, you know, throwing insults, you know, back and forth at each other. But I, I would like I would like to ask you this question, Rob. He's sitting right here next to me, everybody. So, um, 
I want to I, I want to get your opinion on and I don't because I don't think the podcast has heard your full opinion on this matter about roughly mid-season uh, I announced an alliance with the Cleveland Steamers and everybody on uh, basically every, all the other chaos league members just threw hate and vile speech towards well you and I and our teams mm-hmm. all right and and every one of those chumps thought that this was a big this was silly this was none of the things that we prognosticated to happen were going to happen and so all that to say here's my question are you surprised that I made the playoffs are you surprised that you got the bye are you surprised that you're in the championship game all, all of this talk about alliance midseason was laughable from the rest of the league looking on the outside looking in mm-hmm. they were thinking this cl- this, two and seven they thought we you, were done they thought we were done yeah. they they had buried me yeah. let's just put it that way they yeah. i was buried by the league i was three feet under you were six feet that's right you were on a on a slippery slope you were on a downslide in a downward trend John, put that down. Put that down, John. Let him finish his. Let him finish his thoughts. Let, let the record show that I allowed that to happen, uh, and it was against my better judgment. But it it happened anyway. So I've asked the question. Right. Were you surprised by all of these foretellings? Actually, I. So to jump into that, when you beat me. Uh, you know, when we played our game, we talked a lot of smack to each other. You know, there was a lot of hatred. And when you beat me, it kind of awakened something in me. And it made me realize that, you know, I had had a couple of down games, you know, a lot of injuries. And I needed to align with somebody, even though you were at the bottom of the barrel at that point. I could see the I could see the promise in both of our teams. Once our teams got healthy, we were going to skyrocket. Five games. Five freaking games back to back to back to back to back. This man gets to the playoffs. I end up tied for first, where I was certainly trending down towards the bottom of the well with this guy midseason. So if anybody doubts an alliance, you're a fool. I doubt it. Because it's proven in black and white. That me and Brad's alliance drove us both to the playoffs. Whether you want to believe it or not, it didn't, it didn't do anything. That's what it drove all us to. All it did was give you a little bit of something to talk about. They won't life. listen, Rob. They won't listen. It does absolutely nothing. Well, forget them. You know, this they, guy, this guy can talk all his smack. It's fine, but the proof is in the pudding. It's in the pudding, baby. <laughs> All right, I want to I want to wrap this up. I guess is the best way that I can for a mailbag section. Uh, 
That was unscripted. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourselves. And the, the, the level of secondhand embarrassment that I have after watching these two, legitimately, Derek got up and Levi got up and Levi showed him his D&D dice while that was going on. Yeah, it was, it was great. We essentially... The really cool dice. The really cool dice. I guarantee... It better be. Epic. We essentially just vanished from this table, and I look up, and Rob and Brad are just staring at each other. I swear to God, and they're talking to one another. Wow! About a fictitious alliance. Three. And now Brad's looking at the dice. <laughs> oh wow! The airport of the box is pretty cool. But, like, but uh, so to recap real quick to close out this mailbag section session, which is one of the more bizarre ones we've ever had. Uh, Rob made up a lot of awards that require no vote and just signify no, no. something there, that occurred. A lot of awards that will be voting on. You be coming from Survey Monkey. You, you'll you, get the email. You named you zero of them. I'm giving a newcomer award for the one newcomer that we had. Uh, you're giving out a big check. I felt bad for her. I did. I felt bad for her. Oh, boo-hoo. Fourth place. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> lost to Derek. So, Amanda, I hope you enjoy that award that's given out for sympathy. For whatever reason, that makes zero sense. Like, the whole award ceremony is he's awarding himself. It's like men who have sympathy pains. And Brad. Like, he created a Best Alliance Award. There was only one alliance. (laughs) There was only one. Like, what do you mean the best? Y'all could have been the worst alliance. I mean, it's it's all perspective. I get it. Um, But, yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed some of that. Um, So, yeah, uh, thanks. I don't know if this is our last mailbag of the season, but uh, the mailbag's been great. I've enjoyed it. I hope everyone else has enjoyed it. So if we do another one, send them in. We'll read them. We'll get whatever response that we can, I guess, uh, and try to limit the mic time for Rob. Thanks. All right, Chaos Fantasy Dorks. Episode 17 is a wrap, and the championship matchup is all set, which promises to be an epic showdown. We can't wait for Sunday as these two loudmouth pit bulls go head-to-head to crown the next champion. But as always, continue to leave your smart mouth comments and filthy smack talk on the Chaos Group text line. And we look forward to this weekend's championship matchup. But in the meantime, set your lineup, work on your smack talk game, and remember, nobody cares about your crappy fantasy football team.